<laughs> you, you can, oh dear. Sorry, this is terrible. You can tell it's been a while since we've done this. I just, God, I just rolled in looking like one of those lost granddads. Like, where am I? What am I doing? Of course, it's the Jarrett Show. Timely topic for all eaters. Welcome to The Jarek Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Krohn. Timely topics, poorly presented. Okay, now we are back. It's live, The Jarek Show. We are back indeed. Um, so uh, we have an action-packed uh, episode for you today, covering some of the, the most relevant and recent stories that caught our attention that weren't behind a paywall. Interestingly, today I read that uh, on December 2nd, 1983, uh, Michael Jackson's thriller video was broadcast for the first time. Now, if that doesn't make you feel old, I don't know what will, if you remember that. But also, um, I'd like to welcome Eric Crone, who looks like an extra from the thriller video, um, because he's half dead. Uh, glad you could join us, Eric. Yeah, I'm only half dead now. I'm doing much, much better. Sorry we missed the last couple of weeks, folks. It's been uh, kind of interesting, and I'm currently recovering from COVID, which uh, is, yes, still around there. I didn't die. I don't know what else to say about that. Florida man gets COVID on cruise. <laughs> Who would have thought being on a confined space with 500 people would give you some but, sort of virus clearly you did no research because 500 people is half of the staff that's on board the ship there's 2,000 passengers and 900 staff dude wow and you thought, and you're surprised that you ended up with covid well i wouldn't say surprised no so you went in say come at me bro you know what? So my dad and my stepmom, they just did this 30 day cruise. It's like their third time doing this 30 day cruise out of LA and they go out to like Hawaii and then end up in Australia like 30 days later. They spent like 12 days of that isolated because they both got COVID. So they ended up isolated on the ship. Um, and I mean, it's just kind of happening, you know, and you and I, we travel all the time anyways. Uh, there's no telling when we're going to get it again but honestly i'm at the point right now that i'm kind of like this is just going to happen these days you know look at what when when covid first started what 2020 uh right after rsa several of us got sick just saying okay cybersecurity jargon impact <laughs> and communication between c-suite and specialists um this is interesting because I remember, I was just telling you before we went on, on air that I think back in 2011, I can't remember what, what it was. It was the second B-Sides London and it was the first time I'd done a presentation ever. Uh, don't look it up because my, my presentation skills were only marginally worse than what they are now. So it was yeah, terrible. I was going to say, don't tell us you've improved. No, no, I, I won't say that. <laughs> but. But actually, that was on this very topic as well. I, I think this has been something important for a long time. Maybe the, the topic was called English. Do you speak it? 
And uh, the whole thing was like, you know, it's almost like you speak a different language when you work in cybersecurity and you expect everyone else to understand what you're saying. You know what I'm talking about, Willis? Yeah, you know, I, I did a uh, panel at RSA uh, on this back in, I think, 2015, 2016, something like that. Um, and yeah, it was it was very much the the same. Well, maybe it was, gosh, maybe it was earlier than that. Maybe it was 2013. Hell, I don't remember. It was when I was with ISC Squared. But it was kind of the same thing. We're like, hey, you know, we've got to learn to speak their language because, frankly, the business leaders aren't going to learn to speak ours. And exactly. if we if we want to be able to communicate risk and we want to be able to uh, compete for money at the board level, because if you look at it, you know, the, the leadership there, especially the board and, uh, and and the CEO and such, they're looking at things and they're figuring out where they're going to spend money to get returns on their investment and things like that. If you can't quantify why it's important compared to say marketing who can say, well, if I spend, you know, $2 million, we can bring in 4 million more. If you can't figure out a way to quantify that, you're always going to be way behind. And that's one of our bigger challenges is we tend to be very technical. We don't always move to the level of saying, you know what, we've got to learn how they speak, not the other way around. Yeah, uh, uh, as much as it pains me to say, I agree with you, Eric, but I, I agree with you, Eric. And uh, yeah, there, there's some good examples here, like people don't understand malware or supply chain attacks, zero day exploits, Suricata rules. Um, yeah. or, <laughs> Who's going to go to their CEO and go, you know, we need to bring someone in to rewrite the Suricata rules. And they're they're just going to glaze over at that point and just, uh, you know, they're, what the hell, dude? I mean, they're not going to get that. Yeah. We, we just, we need to bring it up a level or, or three. And, and you know what? It, this this is such an easy trap to fall into because we communicate and we use these terms all the time yeah and, and like you throw them out and then you realize when you're in a, a proper social gathering of people that aren't all necessarily working in cybersecurity or tech and you say something and you can see them like trying to work out what does that acronym mean and you're like for you it's just natural it's like okay i i need to get more in touch <laughs> well it's it's kind of like when we go to other um, other groups and we listen in on their conversations. I mean, you go to like an HR convention or something along those lines, they're using words and, and like lawyers, you know, we would feel the same way in that situation as they oftentimes do um, listening to us. And it's not really their fault. Again, it's something that we have to be aware of. Um, it, it doesn't help that a lot of us are naturally introverts anyways. Um, we, we would prefer to be around, you know, I always said my, my, my favorite time in my life, uh, that my happy time is in a server room with all the fans going nice and quiet and no people around. Give me a keyboard and let me, let me go. I'm happy there. Um, Honestly, but, we, we agree. So we can start up a, a GoFundMe to put Eric into a server room. Yeah. <laughs> Then I think, I think it's a win-win situation. Just make sure I have a hot side and a cold side that I can jump back and forth between because I can never find the, the, the happy medium. Yeah. All right, so moving on then, right? Unwanted emails steadily creeping into inboxes. So this is a uh, research from Hornet Security has revealed that 40.5%, a very precise number, might I add, of work Where? emails are unwanted. Well, <laughs> 
in my case, when I have to deal with colleagues like Eric, I think that number goes up significantly. But <laughs> putting that aside. That's um, why I don't email you anymore. It's all WhatsApp or Slack. Yeah. <laughs> so they analyzed 25 billion work emails and um, whatever. I don't know. It gets a bit wordy. But phishing yeah. uh, remains the most common sign of email attack. Uh, they, they use like archive files and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, uh, the, the kind of the key thing to this is we get so much garbage in our emails anyways. And the irony is we still get this stuff after the email filters and stuff are in there. I mean, I don't know about you, but I get so much junk when I go into my email box, I'm like, okay, um, what's there today? And most of it is absolute garbage. It's useless. It's worthless. Um, you know, and, and same even with the social media side. Think about all the the stuff that we get reached out to on social media, and you're just like, uh, you know, what is it? My uh, my inbox right now only has eighty three hundred and twenty one unread messages. I just looked at that for you, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we get so much garbage. We get these people that reach out. I just had one reach out from a a company around here, going, "Hey, I'm so and so with this organization." Uh, we're a partner with you. Just wanted to chat with you for a few minutes uh, about some things. And in looking into it, yeah, they're not a partner of ours. They have nothing to do with us. There's no MSA involved. There's no nothing. It's just some sort of a a recruiter with little or no morals uh, or ethics trying to reach out. And, you know, it, this kind of stuff has just gotten to be accepted these days where we just kind of go, oh, it's okay. It's okay. But imagine how much more efficient we would be if not for all the absolute crap in our inboxes. Well, yeah, I mean, all that crap really cuts into my TikTok time. So, <laughs> you probably run that off the side over there while you're doing it. But you know what, from somebody who just came back from being sick from COVID and being out for a week after a cruise, I was just going like page after page after page, you know, select all, you save the couple that are important yeah. and just mass delete. Uh, it's been it's kind of overwhelming. Um, and unfortunately that's a lesson that we should learn and we should think about when we're actually trying to engage with other people is to make it valuable. Don't let's not make our emails garbage when we send it to other people that's going out to you, Javad. <laughs> My emails are just because you can't solve the riddle that I put in the emails to you doesn't mean that it's garbage. <laughs> Oh, hell. Uh, so this is one you brought up. Mass email extortion campaign claims server hack. What is this all about? Yeah, so basically this one came out. This was this is a, a couple of weeks old now, but I, I always find these extortion ones interesting. And they basically claim that they got a bunch of information. I, I, I think it was from uh, uh, Have I Been Pwned? Uh, and it's just absolute, you know, garbage, but they basically said, now we have all this information on you. And if you don't pay us, what was the number here? Um, $2,500 within 72 hours, they're going to destroy your reputation with your customers. I mean, they're talking about like getting you knocked out as SEO stuff and dumping all kinds of stuff out there for you. And it just reminded me a lot of the old, um, like we used to see them a lot, the, the DDoS yeah, uh, threats, you know, oh, this is so and so with this hacking group. And we you've heard of us. And if you don't pay us, we're going to, you know, DDoS you and you're just kind of like, oh, man.
But these extortion things have been around for a long time they and have. they just continue to pop up with some new, but fundamentally the same kind of thing, threatening you with something that is not real. So you, you say that they used to be, they're still around. And like the, the, the Pope uh, criticized Russia in a re recent speech. And as a result, the, the Vatican uh, was hit by, effectively, I think it sounds like a, a DDoS attack. Uh, you know, lots of their systems were unresponsive or down. But uh, this wasn't a threat of extortion. This was a no. response. And it, this was a response. Yeah. It's, it's a different thing. But I, I think it, it goes to show that everyone is connected or they have an online presence of some sort. And everything is vulnerable. If not to being breached, then at least the server is being taken offline. And yeah. that's what gives a lot of these uh, these attacks credibility. A lot of times these are done as... We, we saw with the Mirai one when it when, when was against Krebs. It was almost yeah. like a demonstration, a proof of concept. Look how big we can we can go. <laughs> yeah, uh, And that gave them the notoriety that they, they needed. Well, and interestingly enough, I mean, this is the holiday season, right? So uh, this is a major time for a lot of retailers out there. And to be threatened with something like taking your website offline, where you probably do most of your commerce during this time of year, um, that can have a little bit more punch, I think, than maybe, you know, mid-year or something like that. Um, so yeah. it does still carry a lot of fear. I also had one. I got one in my in my inbox, actually. It was in my spam. Uh, it, it got thrown over there. But it was basically somebody saying, we've installed Pegasus phone malware on your phone. If you don't pay us, then we're going to dump all these pictures and messages and all this stuff. And I thought it was pretty clever because... For the average person, if you actually Google like Pegasus phone malware, you find out that it has all of these capabilities that they're talking about. What you don't realize is it's basically limited to like nation states and, yeah. and major players like that, not just some guy named Bob who's sending you an email, you know, um, but it can be kind of scary. And I thought that was an interesting twist on that one. It, they they usually run off some sort of a... Um, a bit of honesty, right? There's always that that bit of truth to a lie that makes it more believable. That's right. That's right. And you mentioned it's the holiday season, and just because it's holiday season, uh, a quick shout out to for everyone to look after each other, especially the elderly who uh, are particularly vulnerable to COVID. So you know, we, we've uh, we've got some several charities out there that that will help support them. So please do your part or don't do your part, wink, wink. And uh, maybe that will be best for everyone. Anyway. I hate you so much. <laughs> and you know what, though? Speaking of the holiday season, this would be a great time to purchase a book and maybe send it to your friends and relatives and other people in cybersecurity, right? Something about, oh, I don't know, 50 ways to thrive and survive in cybersecurity. What do you think, Javad? Do you think that would be a great Christmas gift? I think that would make the absolute best Christmas gift. I cannot think of the best, better stocking filler than that. As you so, type furiously trying to bring it up on Amazon to show everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't forget, folks, we did publish a book. <clears throat> so now that it's gone quiet while Javad's trying to look this up. Oh, there we there go. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I should have that bookmarked. And there's like, uh, 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 
me. It is us. Ooh, look, I'm listed first. How did that happen? It's <laughs> you know what's cool about this? One of the sad things is we haven't got a bunch of Amazon reviews yet. And, and yeah. been kind of working on that. So if you're a listener, a follower, and you've checked out our book and you love it like so many people tell us you do, please do us a favor, leave us a review there. But I was actually like beside myself excited when Miko actually tweeted about our book. I mean, that's awesome, dude. That's absolutely awesome. It's kind of cool to see like these people that are reading it and and enjoying it, which was the idea, right? Something quick that you can pick up at any point in time, flip open to a page and get some tips and tricks out of it. I love this. Yes. So take us through our next story, last story. Ah, yes. Passwords. This is, I, I wanted to throw this in there because this is one of our annual most commonly used password sort of things, right? And so once again, we find that the most common passwords, password was passwords or password, <laughs> followed by one, two, three, four, five, six, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. So QWERTY, that one's been on there forever, right? Q-W-E-R-T-Y, keyboard pattern yeah. right there. And, and what I, I, I talked, I, I talk about this a lot in some of my talks. Because one of the most common ways that attackers are getting into accounts, especially like social media accounts, is password reuse or using these simple crappy passwords. It's just that easy. There's tools that just go out there and and mass uh, dump these things in there. It's just brute force attacks. And they're just, it just works so well. It's disgusting. It is. It is absolutely ridiculous. And let me just, before we wrap up, let me just um, find this one. Yes. So this is actually, because you mentioned it, Miko, friend of the show, he did actually oh, yeah. tweet it. Is it currently reading 50 Ways to Survive and Thrive in Cybersecurity by me? And he tagged someone else there. That's not actually <laughs> right. someone with one following and no followers. But okay. Yeah. Yeah, somebody mentioned that, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how that happened. Um, yeah. But it used to be your handle, didn't it? Or Well, that still is kind of my handle, and I'm not sure how the hell that ended up being something else. Okay. Uh, or No, Mad Squirrel's my name. Uh, at Eric Crone is my handle. That's uh, right. Yeah, it's right there in my... Look down here, folks. You can see it. <laughs> so... so uh, so yeah. what was really great about this is he said, I'm reading this currently. Someone said, is it worth reading so far? And he goes, absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> you know, don't but, say that we aren't biased or anything. I mean, like, you know. He... <laughs> well, he did come back. If, if you hit that show replies, he yeah, did come yeah. back and say, just joking. And there's a well, picture of you full of knowledge. With your cape, Actually, I, I want to frame this and have this as like the the actual <laughs> review. <laughs> it's worth reading. <coughs> you know, I Don't kill me, man. Come on, I'm you, just recovering. You any, any, <clears throat> are you having a coughing fit or everything? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll save everyone from your coughing fit. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we may be back next week, depending on how Eric, Eric survives or doesn't survive, and maybe that will be the last one for the year, possibly. But. Uh, until then, stay secure, my friends.